Welcome to Let's Talk About It, Season 2. Unlike the first season, these next few episodes will not be about one specified topic, like last season's schizophrenia topic, for example, but instead, multiple shorter topics in multiple different episodes. This episode's topic is slavery and the United Kingdom. Please note that this episode contains content that may be disturbing to some viewers. Slavery and Britain, something you definitely do not hear a lot about, for quite a few reasons. It may be because you didn't go to school in the UK, or it may be because you didn't pay enough attention in class. However, that doesn't mean it isn't an important topic. I did a little digging, found a lot on slavery in the United Kingdom, along with the information on why it isn't talked about that much anymore. So what exactly did slavery in England look like? Everybody knows the stereotypical slavery and what it looked like in America, for example, because America is consistently talked about, while the United Kingdom slavery is not, yet another topic I'll be getting into a little bit later. So join me as I delve into why we never hear about slavery in what was once the greatest kingdom on earth. To start, a large amount of British slaves were not actually exported to Britain or the UK. However, the majority of them were actually sent to the British Caribbean. Now, Britain was most dominant between 1640 and 1807 when the British slave trade was abolished, roughly 32 years before America. It's estimated that Britain transported 3.1 million Africans of whom 2.7 million arrived to the British colonies in the Caribbean. That is a lot of people. However, this means, due to the mass amount of slaves that were transported, that it was also brutal like the US. Crammed, tiny boats, and roughly four to 500,000 slaves died all time on the boats alone on the way there. Now, interestingly enough, no legislation was ever passed legalizing slavery but no legislation banning it was passed until much later in 1807. It's the scenario of didn't say yes, didn't say no, and Britain kind of just followed along with what the rest of the world was doing. In the mid-18th century, the population of slaves in the UK hit about 10,000. Now, again, this is not how many there were in the Caribbean, but in the UK alone, roughly 10,000. Of course, this was different for British colonies like Jamaica, which went through many more people. Now, here's something very interesting about the UK versus the US. Freed slaves were actually able to build some sort of prominence in their British society. Like, for example, Ignatius Sancho. Ignatius Sancho was the first black man in the UK who gained the ability to vote during the time when slavery was still a prominent feature in the UK. His story is interesting. He was orphaned at his young age when his mother died and his father killed himself, and when he was originally released, he received compensation for his work. Not a lot, but still some. However, he got too excited with all this money at once and quickly went broke, hitting rock bottom. However, he started writing music and he gained the ability to vote after becoming wildly popular with this ability of his. The story of this man is essentially highlighting something about slavery in the UK that the US never really had, at least not for a long time. No matter who you were, what color your skin was, if you were able to build up a reputation for yourself, you'd eventually be able to vote. However, this was not always the case for the British Caribbean colony. For example, 
After the abolition of slavery, most available work was on the very same plantations that former enslaved people had worked on. The wages were low, and people had inadequate rights to land, rent and taxes skyrocketed, and the unemployment went up with it. Essentially, as soon as slaves were released, they didn't have anywhere to go. What were they gonna do? They can't go anywhere because they don't have money because they get paid nothing. And that was the problem that many British colonies faced for many years. One similarity with the US and its slavery was the constant slave revolts, specifically the Baptist War. The Baptist War took place in Jamaica, which was almost all slavery. 300,000 slaves revolted. At this time, slaves outnumbered whites 12 to 1, and some whites actually fought with some slaves due to a massive economic depression. The planning and organization of this revolt came from an enslaved leader, Samuel Daddy Sharp, who'd been given limited freedom to move around the island, and he used this ability to plan for the revolt. He made his followers swear on the Bible that they would help, as they were obviously very Baptist, and on Christmas Day, the leaders of the uprising went on strike, demanding more free time and a working wage. However, the strike was turned into a full-on rebellion when the planters refused their demands. After this, sugarcane crops that these rebels once worked on were burned, and people on the island were forced to leave Montango Bay among other communities. Unfortunately, the rebels did not win. They defeated a militia that was sent for defense and started invading other states, urging other slaves to go join them. However, at the end of the fighting a few weeks later, 14 free slaves who supported the rebellion and over 200 rebels had been killed. More than 300 enslaved men and women were executed, including Samuel Sharp, who was hanged. This war, however, was one of the great things that began Great Britain to adopt full emancipation throughout all of its colonies, including Jamaica in 1838. Now, with that out of the way, and lots of information on what slavery in the UK looked like, I'd like to talk a little bit about the legacy differences. To start with the US, the most prominent example in our society. The US had a lot of legacy problems. They had many controversial statues, like Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Ulysses Grant, and Francis Scott Key, all people who owned many slaves. There were controversial names. Yale University is named for slave trader and merchant Elihu Yale. According to the historian Craig Stephen Wilder, Yale also inherited a small slave plantation in Rhode Island that it used to fund its first graduate programs and first scholarships. Another problem with the US were the ghettos and low-income areas. It was just a series of unfortunate events after slavery ended. Bad land, hard to escape areas because not much money was around, which made illegal ways of making money more feasible. Now onto the UK, who did not have a lot of legacy problems, or, to say it better, they were hidden. Quote, Slavery resurfaces in America regularly. The disadvantage and discrimination that disfigures the lives and limits the life chances of so many African Americans is the bitter legacy of the slave system and the racism that underwrote and outlasted it. Britain, by contrast, has been far more successful at covering up its slave-owning and slave-trading past, whereas the cotton plantations of the America South were established on the soil of the continental US, British slavery took place 3,000 miles away in the Caribbean." End quote. The history of British slavery has been varied, very obviously. Today, across the country, in Britain, Heritage plaques on Georgian townhouses describe former slave traders as quote-unquote West India merchants, 
while slave owners are hidden behind the equally euphemistic term, West India Planter. Obviously, due to tiny things like this, this legacy was hidden. This was intentional, and not an accident. It wasn't exactly hidden by anybody in particular, but almost an unwritten rule of hiding slavery. So, what exactly happened to make this legacy and everything about Britain's slavery disappear? Well, to start, there was a subconscious rule. For example, who would want to Google and research and learn all about something their country failed horrifically in? For example, selling humans. It's like the scenario of, nobody is bringing up this problem, so I won't bring it up either. America obviously left behind a plethora of statues, school names, and a massive foundation in legacy because of slavery. Of course, this involves ghettos and crime. These are very obvious and in certain areas seen on a daily basis. It's like back when the Black Lives Matter protests were occurring, and people were tearing down statues on the daily. However, Britain did not do any of those things. No statues, no plaques, and if there was a plaque, it didn't say slaves. Of course, the West India planter problem. Now, slavery was most commonly in the Caribbean of Britain, not directly in Britain itself, but instead the Caribbean. Yet again, another reason why there's so little hint of it in Britain itself. For example, the US, again, has many statues all over the place talking about these problems. Slavery was most commonly in the Caribbean instead of Britain. Obviously, if it's in the Caribbean, any statues and memoria of battles that occurred there and revolts that occurred there wouldn't appear in Britain itself. All of this is the reason why Britain has hidden its slavery past. It's quite simple, really. The reason that you don't hear about slavery in Britain and the British colonies are because it's been forgotten.